I think people are full of emotion uh, and um, there's drama in a portrait of a person. And everybody's existence is, um, is complicated. And so what interests me is to try and reach some of the complications and to respond to some of the complications in a person. So that's not necessarily about beauty. It's not necessarily about a beautiful woman or a handsome man. It may be much more the emotional, uh, the emotion that I hope that I can find within the face. Eudora Welty said this beautifully. She said, it's not so much that I'm pointing the finger in judgment at people or saying one way of life is better than another, but more that I'm parting the curtain, that um, veil of indifference, that shadow that falls between people, the veil of indifference to each other's presence, to each other's wonder, to each other's uh, human frailties. So I don't want to photograph people less now than I did 10 years ago. I actually want to do more. The person who isn't used to being photographed is much, for, for me, much easier to photograph because they're more open. They've agreed to be photographed. I never just snap a picture of someone. I always ask if I'm going to photograph the person. So um, in that way, they're all portraits. When a person has been photographed a lot, as any celebrity, of course, uh, or any you know, whether there's a sports figure or a political figure or an actor, uh, they have their own idea of how they want to be presented. Uh, and it's quite hard to break through that. I would be directly out of Richard Avedon and August Sander and, well, also Cartier-Bresson. I love, I love the snapshot. Now, I do less of that than he, but he was so brilliant. I mean, I have the greatest admiration for all the work of Cartier-Bresson. Another photographer, Jacques-Henri Latigue, who was a great photographer at the beginning of um, the 20th century. I liked very much the action and the innocence and the energy of his photographs. And they were all subtle and interesting. There, wa there wasn't anything expected. The surprise of, of uh, Lartigue. And the, that's what interests me in a photograph, the surprise. And you see, many photographers, they, they haven't done their homework in the history of art, so they don't know what's already been done in painting or even in writing. Uh, and the great photographers, whether they know it instinctively or whether they've done their research, that, they're transcending what's already been done and they're going further. I had been a great admirer of Richard Everton ever since I was a child, but of, of the photographers who were so famous at that period of time because of his work in fashion, because of his work with celebrities, uh, with people, uh, very prominent political people, he had photographed all the presidents, um, his name was constantly in the news, and you couldn't you couldn't be interested in photography and not be know what he was up to. But Dick was very very good with people and with um, and he had a sense of 
himself as an artist. And so he worked for a whole year photographing people. And then he said to the miners, I'll be back next year and I'll show you what I've done. And so he went to um, a coal mine in, uh, and on the side of a Quonset hut of, of a coal mine where they would go in to shower uh, after working on a shift. Um, he had an exhibition and it was very moving. We got there early. He had, we had put the pictures up on the exterior wall of the, of the um, Quonset hut. And when the miners came to work in the morning, <laughs> they saw themselves from the year before. And, uh, and they saw other miners from other mines that they may have known or may not have known. So it was quite interesting to see them, uh, their reaction. And it was a, a wonderful thing. I mean, I think it was something, Dick didn't have to do it. It was something that he was interested in to see the subject's reaction to his work. Uh, and what was very um, uh, interesting was that the subjects and people who lived in the West had a much, knew much more about these portraits instinctively and um, and just looking at them, they responded more positively than people from the art world, because people from the art world actually didn't like the pictures. Other photographers didn't like them, um, curators didn't like them, museums didn't like them. They thought, who does this fashion photographer think he is going out into the West? I was very surprised by the negative reaction of people to the pictures. I thought, do they not go into these same hardware stores and do they not go to the county fairs? You know, have they never been to a county fair? How, how come they're not seeing what um, Richard Avedon was seeing? I get a picture, at least a picture a day, I think, oh gosh, I wish I'd taken that. And it's someone sending me uh, a quick snapshot that they've done with their iPhone. What's great about that is that you get this Lartigue element, which is the surprise, the snapshot, the quick picture, and Cartier-Bresson, that you get um, motion, you get energy. Uh, so that's a fantastic, I love that. I think that that has uh, energized photography and, and made it much more interesting. And you see, so these pictures that I've taken of the stuntmen, that's more in that vein, out of, so I, I guess for me, I'm coming out of two parallel um, paths. One would be portraiture, which is quiet and, uh, and composed and thoughtful, and the other is just the burst of reaction to what's in front of you, the uh, grab, the decisive moment, as Cartier-Bresson calls it. body of work on the Hutterites has never, was never done before, and there might have been a, a newspaper picture or two in the Great Falls newspaper or uh, a paper in Canada of the children playing, but no one had ever gone into the Hutterite community, a Hutterite community, and I went into the most uh, conservative, the most restricted um, communities because they were the most pure and they were the most separated from the world. I went with a country nurse who was, um, because of, she was married to a well-known country doctor, well-known in Montana, a country doctor, and so when we went into a colony, everybody knew her husband, and so they welcomed 
her and me. Uh, and I was able to observe and, and interact and have a conversation with them in a, in a very comfortable, easy way. So they got to know, they, they're not in, obviously not interested, they don't allow photography. So not only do they not allow it, but they weren't interested in even, even broaching the subject. So it wasn't until they got to know me and realized that I was not out to expose their secrets or their shortcomings. I was interested to show what was working about their way of life and what, was, what is admirable about the way they live and the way they care for one another, and their sense of community, their spiritual life, their work life. So it, there was a lot that interested me about the way they lived. And I think they sensed the seriousness with which I was approaching what I was trying to do. That I wasn't just there to snap a picture and be gone. That I went back many, many times. I mean, I went three times without taking a picture. Three or four times, maybe three times, without taking a picture. Practically everything that interests me is difficult, <laughs> difficult to get access to. And of course, the extreme would be the cockfighting or the, or the pit bull dog fighting. To me, what makes a photograph or any creative undertaking interesting is the content of it, the intelligence behind it. So whether it's writing or music or uh, architecture, uh, you have to have a thoughtful, intelligent person making it. And that's what, uh, so I can't tell you strongly enough, read, look, see, go to museums, listen to music. And forget what the f-stops, forget the shutter speeds. You really need to be well-informed, and you have to have something to say. My sons, uh, when they wrote the movie Bottle Rocket, and they were, uh, went to um, Los Angeles, and they were being told by the head of a, uh, the studio to... Um, that you compose a screenplay this way, you compose it that way, and they never took any notes. And so at one point, after several weeks, he said, why aren't you guys, you know, what are you guys doing? You're just sitting here. And so I said to them, you know, how was it? You know, he was a three-time Oscar winner. How is it that you weren't? He said, well, we, we knew what we wanted to do. We, we already had it. Um, so this idea that they had within themselves a concept of what they wanted to do from their own reading, their own experiences, their own um, exposure to the larger world. I think that in order to be good at what you do, you have to be obsessed. Just because there is so much to distract you, there's so much to pull you down, there are so many people who don't want you to succeed. Uh, so you really, really have to be single-minded. Yeah.